Mm-hmm. Almost lost me like they're trying to do that with smoke in my lungs, yeah? Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to episode 31 of my podcast, Diary of a Stoned Asthmatic. <coughs> yeah, no, this shit is also fuck up your throat, eh? Yeah. <coughs> Somebody see my water bottle today. I was like, um, damn, that's a lot of water because I have a 64 ounce water bottle. But I used to be like, especially people that know that I smoke. I'm like, <laughs> as a smoker, you should be drinking as much water as possible because this is not healthy for your esophagus, fam. <laughs> Real thing. Anyway, good night. Like I said, well, I, I hate to say good night. I try not to time it, but it's nighttime here in Barbados. Like I said, I know my podcast spans all over the world. Welcome to episode 31 of my podcast. Like I said, I just got diarrhea, thought asthmatic. Um, but you know, I'm also just always excited to be here as well. If you're joining me for the first time, my name is Christina with a CH and not a K. And I want to say thank you just for taking the time out of your day, night, afternoon, morning to listen to this episode. I appreciate that. And it's nice to meet your energy. <laughs> Hello. And if you are a long time, there's no going on. What's it vibe? What's it vibe, brother? How things nigga? But that be dapping up. They meant dapping up. Don't worry, first time listeners, you can reach the dap up, right? You can reach the dap up, but these niggas been in this shit long. These niggas been suffering through like four month hiatuses, I think. And I want to say, um, because I know we spoke in the last episode about um doing it monthly because we tried to book club and everything. And what I want to say is that I did have this plan. February needed more motherfucking days. Because technically it is what? Today's what? The third? Today's the third of March? Yeah, technically it's the third or now today's the third. And if February had more days, it would have still been in February. 28, 20, 30, 31. Yeah, I would have been on the brink of February and been able to keep my word. But anyway, still no excuses because I did have tonight's episode planned since um last month. It's just timing as usual. But I'm glad in a way that it took me so long to do it because even today I got um I don't want to call it a message but like a I got a download <laughs> imprint I in a high mood tonight you can I in a talk kind of mood yeah for those of you who who may not know I am a Bajan I am Barbadian and I will try my best to one slow down how I speak slow down the rate at which I speak and two try to also not stick too far into the dialect right so, yes. What was I saying? Oh, that in a high cut mood. What was I talking about, though? Oh, the fact that, yeah, that it took me so... Um, and I appreciate the fact that it took me so long because I got a download. Well, not really a download. Just a, a interaction today that I feel also assisted with the podcast. And I found it so interesting that it was also tied into the topic of the podcast tonight. So, we're going to do a quick recap because, like I said, the topic tonight has been on my heart for a little minute. So, about a week and some. And I feel really great about it. And I really want the meat of tonight's conversation to be that or at least start there. Because, you know, I tend to derail. Um, and for those of you who are not listening to me for the first time, I tend to derail. So try to keep it, keep certain points in your mind. But I always bring it home. If there's one thing I'm going to do is bring it the fuck home. I'm going to bring it home. Oh, I'm also trying kind of not to curse tonight. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was thinking about the last time I did that, um, very early on in this podcast, I remembered I did an episode where I did not curse at all because my mother, before, because she's grown a lot since, but my mother really does not 
like like curse. My mother is not. A, my mother does not curse like that. Um, she's not a pirate party, and I have a pirate mother. So, uh, because this story tonight is also based on something that happened in her house, and I, I told her that I was like, "Well, I, mean, I can use this to do my podcast episode," and she was like. I get one probably listen to that, so I can try not to curse so she don't feel like she, like gunshots in her ear. You know what I mean? I really feel like curse words leaving my mouth is like gunshots to my mother, right thing. But yeah, so quick recap: it is the beginning of March, and I randomly, rapidly, ridiculously had to move sporadically out of my house. Well, not my out of my apartment complex. Um, by the end of January. And it wasn't a situation where I was like in a in a issue. Like it was an issue, but it was just so. And the reason why I call it random is because I literally just long story short, and as much as I can share, because you know I'm working on a saying less this year, and two, literally not just telling my whole telling my whole life, but still not telling my. You know what I mean? It's balanced. Anyway, so just long story short, my landlord just come to me with beer can and try to style me. <laughs> Essentially, um, out of Caribbean terms, I feel like everybody in the Caribbean know what's trying to style me mean. But in other terms, they just try to pull a fast one on me, dog. I really feel... <laughs> hey, they really try to pull a fast one on me there. But um, that was a horrible accent. But I just try to say it. <clears throat> the man really just try to pull the wool over my eyes with the situation. And I just had to be like, nah, I, I, I had to like... Not I had to, but I was like, I don't... I ain't begging for them to live, though. I'm not begging for anywhere to be like, like, I choose to be here. So long story short, I was like, yeah, I'm not dealing with this after this month. And y'all, this this is bullshit anyway for me. Though, I'm not fighting. It's not like this is the great. It's not like this fucking, I was going to say kingdom come. It's not like it's the Hilton or the fucking Ritz Carlton, nigga. What the fuck? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, nigga, I'm... I said this to me. Right? I said that I can do right. I said, bum, 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 and B, I ain't paying my fucking rent. But the end of January, I said, I'm not giving y'all another red, black, silver saint after today and i move out in january so i am back by my parents um and it's been it's been great honestly honestly it's really been great because one we have grown because i this year october would have made three years that i moved out and in that time we've really grown take a lot together as people and I love that. And one of the main things, and as you know, again, a balance, but to be vulnerable here. And I honestly I was trying to remember if I spoke about it in my earlier episodes, but one of the main reasons why too I have moved out is because my parents and I weren't really on the same page as it regarded my smoking. Like they're just understanding my lifestyle and understanding that I still can do what the fuck I got to do. You know what I mean? And coming out of their own conditioning. So that was where we were kind of at when I moved out but since then we've like I said we've really transitioned so moving back home I actually don't have to deal with a lot of the issues that I feel like I had to deal with before because of a lot of growth also one thing that I realized before I moved back um that I told myself is that and something I'm working on holistically this year is just you can set certain boundaries just just set boundaries from early and there wouldn't be an issue so just for instance like one of my boundaries having been home is that I am not washing all dishes that I did not use <laughs> Because I cook a lot, I wash a lot, I do a lot, but I realized something that's something that could have challenged me, you know what I mean, in the future. So what I did before I came back home is I really sat down and thought about the things that challenged me before I moved out and like just reevaluated where I was at and where my family was at with those things. And the things that I know could challenge me, I attacked them first, essentially. So the things that I know would be a fucking issue. Like I know that if I had to come home from where I'm somebody had to ask me to wash up Russell dishes that I ain't fucking use for a whole day, brother. I'd be fast so I said, all right, a boundary will be 
we're not washing no dishes that we ain't use. And that would also ensure that that means for me is that whatever I use, just make sure that it's washed and clean. So it's a very similar situation. Um, for those of you who know, when I was in my apartment, I did share a kitchen and a living area, but it was a situation where nobody really used the living area and we had our different times to use the kitchen. So it was kind of like we made a routine. So being back home is actually very similar, uh, but it's a little more comfortable, obviously, because you're home. I uh, love my family to death. And I'm really, I'm just honestly very happy to be back in this space. In terms of location wise, um, it's just a lot more peaceful and a lot less late. Um, <clears throat> I want to say noise, but just like specifically like traffic and lights, right? Um, where I was before it was very bright. So now it's like really dark and I like that. I like the peace. Even though I, I'm glad I can warn you guys before it randomly happened, but there's a dog next door or two. I'm not sure how many there are. It tends to go savage mode, like, randomly. Like, it literally goes from 0 to 100. So if that happens in the middle of the podcast, I am very sorry. In the middle of the episode, I'm very sorry. But, yeah, he seems to be cool for now. But, yeah, so I just, I'm really glad to be back home in the sense of... Because we, uh, this was something that came up in my book club again, and I don't want to stay too long here. But we were just having a conversation just about instances of moving out and how families go here in Barbados and... I just, I'm very grateful that my story is a story of love. Like, my parents were welcoming me back with love, though. Like, with open arms. And it wasn't a situation where they were, like, glad to be like, I told you so. Or, like, because it, it's not like anything went bad. I just was like, I'm not paying money to a cunt. <laughs> as simple as, right? That's all. And I was like, yeah, but well, I'm coming back home just to start myself. Originally, when I moved back, um, the plan was just to find somewhere quick, another place to rent and um you know back out again because the idea was just having space but i realized that one interestingly enough i am coming out of my lone wolf phase and i feel great about that i will not say that i don't re- i don't regret my phase it was really great i'm glad i went through it especially like, through school when i really was alone but coming out of that phase it is very nice to be back home i feel like you have community and people around you and help and assistance you know what i mean or just somebody there to talk to and uh, I mean, I was happy to to talk to, but I didn't realize how annoyed I was with the fucking people that I was living with in Black Rod until I moved over a thing. Like, I literally, my nervous system relaxed so much since I moved home. It's absolutely crazy. But, um, yeah, uh, I can't remember where my mind was going. I had a thought, but I can't remember. It derailed, but I didn't want to say too much on that, so. <laughs> and it's so funny, one of the next points that I have here in the book is just remembering to say less. Say less and have boundaries. Like, that's really my thing for the year. Say less and have boundaries, honestly. So, uh, I have that. I wanted to shout out the book club girls, Shaquilla and Shannon. Like, it, they've really um, impacted my life in the past couple interactions that we've had. And it's just been really amazing. And I'm really grateful that they've been sent my way through the universe. And I appreciate them. So, I just wanted to shout them out a lot. And I look forward to our next meeting. Like, we read a book. We try to read a book, like, weekly. Or like cover a book and have discussion on it. And the one that I we are reading now is um it's called The Mountain Is You. And it's so it's so great. And it actually I took an excerpt, not really an excerpt, but one when I finish read it, even if I don't finish read it for this week in terms of the club review, I am going to finish read it because when I finish read it, I will actually like to come and speak about it on the podcast. Did I say excuse me for better just now? Okay, I'm sorry, excuse me. I want to come and speak about it on the podcast because I find that the the perspective is is really amazing. It's a very amazing perspective. It's a really great book. So I would like to like summarize it. I kind of like put it in layman terms and I kind of talk about it on the podcast. So I think that's what we're going to make episode 32 about. But essentially, it also tied into something that I want to bring up tonight. So it's now 12 minutes on the dot. We're going to take a poll, make sure I think that's covered 
pretty much everything in the recap. Yeah. So I pretty much think that's a recap. The only drastic thing, like I said, is that I've moved back home, but it's been great. Work has been great. Coffee beans been great. Um, I'm not tired. <clears throat> but I'm just trying to slow down. I'm also trying to do that this year. I'm really, really trying to slow down this year. And funny enough, something that's helping me is the length of my nails. Like, my nails are really long. And I have broken them. I have acrylics, though, I mean. But I have broken them so many times last year. I've also had two. I'm healing from my second horrible break. Like, this is the second one of two breaks where my entire nail came out. <clears throat> At, like, on one one hit, it literally came out of the socket. Trauma. Sorry, trigger, trigger warning there. So I'm, he I'm healing from a second one on my pinky. <clears throat> that I got from a fresh set. Like I got the, the set the same day and I hit the nail the evening. And the whole thing came out and it's literally in the middle of March and the, it's, the nail is now starting to grow back, right? So I literally said I don't want to have a break like that again and it literally just is me needing to take my time. So I'm trying to take it even in small instances like that and then exp, like push it into bigger aspects of my life. Because I remember going somewhere and somebody told me, like I was telling somebody that... um not that I was trying to slow down. I told him, like, I was late or something. And then they were like, yeah, you were always in a rush. And I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that being said about me. Two things that are currently said about me that people have accepted that I know that I really would like to change because I don't think it's a good quality is that I'm always late um, and that I'm always in a rush and that I'm not dependable. Those are three things that I can, people can honestly say about me right now that are true. I'm not a dependable... You cannot depend on me for certain things. Like, I, like, I said, like honestly, you can't really can't depend on me for certain things. So I can be very flaky at times. And I am always late. No matter how hard I try, I am always late. And I'm always in a rush. It's, I'm slowing it down a bit and I'm getting better at it. But those are three narratives about myself that I don't like. And I would like them to change by 30. So I'm actively working on them. And it starts with having my nails this length. I'm forcing myself to slow down so I don't have bad breakages. And it's allowing me to slow down elsewhere in life. Right. So, tonight's episode. Tonight's episode is called Mind the Drip. Mind the Drip. And that episode, this episode sparks from since I moved back home. I was here for a while and I like moving around and stuff. I was in the kitchen a day and I think I had to go for something under the sink. You know, some houses have like a, a storage cupboard under your sink. So I had to go for something in the sink and I realized like the bottle was wet. So I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is the bottle wet? So I pulled out, like, I, I, so I did some more, like, looking around the investigation. And I was like, no, wait, this, what the fuck is going on here? Because the other balls were wet, and then the wood was looking wet. And I was like, okay, this might be an issue. So I pulled out everything, and wait, so that I can make this in the nicest way. That my mother don't jump me down and tell me, you're telling all the people, people my business, my, <laughs> my podcast. But, it's, but I told her I was going to use this story, and I asked permission before I came here anyway. But essentially, when I pulled out all the bottles bottles and stuff that was under the sink, and, you know, I threw away a couple of stuff, like, it was in a pretty bad state. It was in a state that you would not want to see the bottom of your sink in. And that's the God honest truth. And so we realized it was a serious plumbing issue. And it was really bad. And my mom was saying, you know, realistically, and if there was one thing that I think the reason why my relationships with my parents especially my mom has grown a lot is because she's very self-aware 
and she's like very honest with herself with certain things. So when that happened and I came and I did it, she she made a comment to me. She was like, you know, Tina, I knew that something was happening, but I was just so because you know you're so caught up with life and dealing with things. She was like, she didn't, she really didn't think it was an issue. So when the plumber came, the plumber came and fixed the issue or whatever. And just to show you guys the extent of what has the repairs that have to be done, under the sink has to be completely remodeled. And the sink in itself has to be resealed. We've lost a lot of the sealing in the sink. And there's another issue now at the top of the sink, where we think is another sealing issue with like the um silicone. It has, you know, I think the silicone has just weird away from all the sink. So essentially now this is uh <clears throat> and this is why I use the term mindy drip. Because in my head, I was like, if they had paid attention to this, and this is what my mom knew as well, if they had paid attention to this from the time it was literally a drip this would not have become such an issue. So now they'll probably have to put hundreds, probably not, yeah, pro hundreds, I guess at hundreds of dollars into remodeling the sink, all because you didn't mind the drip. And the reason why I use that, why I tell people that I look for content in my life is because from the time that situation happened, and like from the time the plumber, because it was over a span a couple of days and the plumber was coming and stuff. And from the time like that situation happened, I saw how it reflects life. And why people who don't mind the drips in their life in certain situations, and this could be in a plethora of contexts, contexts are contexts, but um, in the sense of, and I will use this story to continue to explain, and then I would see if I could, it would give me more stories, but essentially... I have a friend who I saw today, and this is why I say I was kind of glad that I took so long to do the podcast because I was so glad I saw them today. But and they gave me this story. But I saw a friend today who had to go through a significant like diet change, like cutting salt out of their diet, um, cutting sodas and stuff out of their diet because they had a pressure problem, right? And they said to me, they were very honest to me about certain things, and they were just saying, you know, Christina, I knew I was always saying, you know. And I knew I had to work on it, but I just never, you know what I mean? And it got to a point where a doctor had to tell her, like, she literally had to go to the doctor as soon as possible um, for her to really make that change. Because, like, you know, that kind of thing scares you. And I brought this up in my last episode where people wait until something significant happens health-wise to then make these changes, right? And I don't blame them. This is not blame. This is not, like, why are you doing that? Because I'm human as well and it happens. But because I know that, I really just try to be better. And the reason why I wanted to talk to, uh, talk about this is because this this mindy drip context I'm talking about could be very literal. Like you could have a literal issue, maintenance issue in your house right now that you are not paying attention to. And as somebody who has literally also lost everything they have owned to a fire at three o'clock in the morning due to an electrical fire, which I think was due to a maintenance issue that my, my parents at the time, not really neglected, but again, you become so focused with life because you generally have things to do, which is fair that it literally costs us everything, right? So if you are having a maintenance issue in your house right now, I know you may feel as though you don't have the money to deal with it right now, but you do not have the money to deal with it later, bitch. <laughs> I am telling you from the pits of my heart, you don't have the money to deal with it later, bitch. Like, sis, real thing, you do not. So, if you can, because this was what the thing is, for the time I read my parents, I like, acknowledge how significant the plumbing issue was, because like, we was getting flooding and all kind of kind. It was getting that bad. So, for the time my parents realized how significant the issue was, the plumber was here the next day, though. 
You understand? Like, plumber is here the next day. We, we, they found the time. They found the resources to get the plumber here the next day. So all I'm saying is, like, use, like, please use situations that, like, like that to learn from to realize, like, put any effort from early because you would not have to put any effort later. I also specifically saw this in relationships and in the red flag context. And I was having this conversation with somebody today. In the sense of they made the statement that when you come out of the honeymoon phase, that you see a person differently. And while I do agree with that, I also told them that I don't think it's always a situation where you don't see certain things in a person. It's that like you saw these things, but you know people that say they see red flags and think it's six flags, think it's a parade. But no, it's like a situation where you saw these things and because you were in a certain place, is like you have hope or like you're kind of like, well, it's not that much of an issue. You know what I mean? But it is a drip. <laughs> it is a drip. And I do feel it's something that you should acknowledge. And <clears throat> when I say acknowledge, especially in a context of a relationship or a situation where, because it might not, when I say relationship again, it doesn't always have to be boyfriend and girlfriend. This could be friends, parents, or whatever, you know what I mean? You don't have to um, approach it in a harsh manner or in an abrasive manner, right? When you deal with it or you approach it, you could just approach it from a, a point of view of just understanding what it is. Because that's how I started with the drive. Like, I just was like, what? I was literally just like, what is going on here? Right? I, I saw it, I acknowledged it, and I was like, okay, what's going on here? I didn't go. Hot passes, oh God. Start right, oh God, oh God, oh God, what does this mean? Oh God, the singing dropping. Oh God, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, yes, the standard, when we got to certain points, we realized it was still bad. But I mean, at the end, then my initial idea was just investigation and to see what is going on. And I think that's just the place where I'm coming up with certain things because, I, like I said, with the whole money issue, you, I believe you will live to regret not mining certain drips in a relationship context. Again, whether it's friendship, parental um work wise and um you know just those kind of interactions so maybe we shouldn't call them relationships but call them interactions and this is kind of going into a, the another aspect and this is what the book kind of taught me but let me just make sure oh this this is actually the next point yeah, this really is the next point. But, right, so I just want to make sure that I cover everything with money in the drip because the next point is really growth and I don't want to come back to this. But understand, right, that's just what I mean in terms of mining a drip contest. So anything in your life that seems small, right, so not health-wise as well for a lot of people that you may feel like something seems like a small issue, especially like dental work and stuff like that, like it may seem small, no. But if you can, because I know it's not that easy to just get up and do certain things, but if you can... Please put the time, effort, and resources into dealing with it now because I know you will find it if it is that is a state of emergency for yourself, for your health, for your, you know what I mean? Because look, for instance, like I didn't think, I honestly moving my home was never in my, in my train of mind. You know what I mean? I never thought I was gonna move my home. I did tell myself that I did not want to stay in the apartment for much longer, but like after, like I said, if it catch me at thirty, then so be it. But I said I didn't want to be thirty and still in the apartment, so. <clears throat> if it is, I didn't think about moving out. I wasn't putting efforts into moving out. But look how when I needed to. Look how when I knew in my heart that I wanted to. I found it. Whether it was like it was moving my home, like, I found it. Like it's just I like, moved my home was the, the quickest and easiest option at the time. But if it was finding another apartment, I would have found it though. 
I would have found it because I would have put the effort and resources into doing that. So I just, when I saw this, I was like, I felt so, com- I hate to use this word because this fucking, this is, this is, Christians love this word. Oh my God. But I genuinely felt so convicted to come here and speak about that dog. Because if there's one thing, and I've known this before, right? So I think that's another reason why I can't speak about it more than like a, a mummy or old auntie saying, mind you, so drip dog. Because like, I know that some, and I doing this as well. I, I did tell myself this before I did the episode. I doing this as well as a reminder to myself because I am, I just keep telling y'all, I am human as well. And when I do these episodes, it's just not me talking as though I am the be all and end all. This is me learning as well. This is me taking my own advice. And I just be real disappointed sometimes. Like if I listen back to an episode to just see if I want to pick anything out for the next episode and I don't feel like I've changed or I don't feel like I've take my own advice you know what i mean so there's advice to myself too because i realize like this is very important and as a person who gets overwhelmed quickly and doesn't deal with that well at this point um i really need to mind my drips so i am here to encourage all of us to hold hands together and mind the drips both physically and figuratively speaking mind the drip is very important and you don't want it to turn into something drastic Right now, the reason why I love saying that, and the reason why I'm gonna start the latter part of this discussion off of me saying that I'm a person who gets overwhelmed easily, is because one thing I have realized is that the reason why I get so over fucking whelmed is because I have no rational boundaries. <laughs> I have I lack so many boundaries, and it causes me to become frustrated so much but the only person i know deep down at the core i can only be frustrated with is myself and i think those are the emotions also that came up with my friend when they found out the news about how their health was the a, a, a part of their emotion was frustration at their self because remember they told me that they knew a part of, a part of the emotions that came up with my mom when she told me about the sink was frustration at herself because she knew and we know that there was a part of us that decided to ignore it, right? So for me, as a person who lacks boundaries and, and having now noticed that and is trying to enforce boundaries, which is weird because sometimes after you've been around certain people with a lot of boundaries for so long, when you start to really enforce certain boundaries, things get weird. So um, I'm just trying to navigate that little ocean there. Let me drink some. Where's my water bottle? I'm just trying to navigate that little ocean there because it could be a little um it could be a little rough seas that time, honestly. But I'm really just trying to take it in straights because I believe it's something that I need to do for myself and it's something that everybody should do for yourself, right? And if there's one thing I said that I really admire about my significant other is the fact that if there's one thing they do is hold their boundaries. If they say that they're not gonna do something or they don't want to do something, they're not gonna fucking do it or they don't want it. Right? So I'm really trying to build that for myself now and the one thing that the book, The Mountain Is You, was saying is that, um, and no, before I bring out the book, Denzel, my brother, and I, one of my brothers, were having a conversation, and it just led to him making a statement that I actually did not understand. And when I don't understand certain things, it is not really frustrating me, but it intrigues me because I think that my mind is so vast and so complex that it grasps a lot, and I've said that on here before, but 
when he made this statement, I really could not grasp the concept of this statement. And we really divulged into it because I didn't understand it. And it's so funny that we had that, con- him and I had that conversation like weeks ago, probably almost a month ago. Like I said, I had this, this, um, I'm speeding up in my talk again. <laughs> I had this content for a while. <clears throat> Building, right? So the conversation my brother and I had um, a while back was, it just led to him making the statement that your partner should be a reflection of how much you love yourself. Our, right, so our partner should be a reflection of how much we love ourselves, right? So when he said that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about then? Like, I, really, I really didn't understand what he meant. So the more we talked about it, I understood where he was coming from. And he explained it in a way that you should, if you, you, when you love yourself, think about it. When you love somebody, you do the best for them. You do great things for them. You give them things you treat them well. You love your cat, you treat your cat the best. You give your cat the best, or, or your pet. Let me say your pet. Whatever pet you have, you give them the best of the best. I will hope. Like you're, even think of your children, if you have children, you know what I mean? You want the best for them because you love them. So <clears throat> the same should go for yourself. And so as, you, as it probably does. Once you love yourself, certain things, you buy the best for yourself, you do the best for yourself, you eat the best food, you do the best things, you want the healthy things for yourself. You know, you want the best for yourself because you love yourself. So the same should, I want to say, flow over to your partner or should, the same should apply to, to having a partner. Because when you love yourself, you will only love somebody who who has qualities. And I'm really trying to put it out there, so put it because I understood it. Who has qualities that not really you yourself have, right? Because you love yourself, but y'all don't have to be the same. But essentially, I guess similar qualities. And I think that's how the road you were going down. And we could discuss it more, yes. But essentially, or somebody that has qualities that you love. You know what I mean? Um, and not because, for instance, you... And I want to use something absolutely ridiculous so that it doesn't really offend anybody, right? All right, let me use something personally for myself. Um, oh, God, this is so difficult to explain. And I really hope that y'all are grasping it. But essentially, if you love yourself enough to not speak to yourself a certain way. And this is, this is a perfect example. And this is actually an example about myself. I've gotten to the point where I love myself so much. I do not even allow my thoughts to really um, spiral too much into like negative thinking and negative negative talk to myself because I know that that's not healthy. So I don't allow my mind to go there because and I, because I love myself that much. I realize like I don't have to do that to myself. Like no, I am worth every positive thought that I give myself. So I realize because of that, I actually don't allow and I don't quite like when other people speak to me a certain way, especially in a way that I do not even address myself in. So if people call me certain words that I don't even call myself in in my mind, I just get real offended, though. <laughs> like, nah, though, you can't. Like, no, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I realize I love myself enough that I would not make a choice to deal with somebody that would speak to me in a way that I would not speak to myself. And that's the best way I could explain what he was saying and that's the that's actually how because i was trying to figure out what to play to the podcast tonight but i'm that's actually how these two came into play because essentially you should love yourself enough to mind the drip you know what i mean for instance my mother should not mother not much they should have but love you love the host enough that 
you minded that you're literally you know what I mean you love yourself enough to mind certain things to not get to a certain point like how much do you love yourself and I had that written down I have that I and I had it like how 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 much you are willing to do for yourself shows how much you love yourself how much you are willing to allow to happen to you and how much you allow to stand for and go through and whatnot is a reflection of how much you love yourself <clears throat> I'm trying to explain it more, but it is literally self-explanatory. And I realized that. And it was a very hard realization because it made me realize that there are certain things that... I made me realize, like, honestly, to the core, like, I know I love myself, but it made me realize I don't love myself as much as I think I do. I don't, because when I acknowledge certain things in my life, I just be like, you can't... <laughs> If you really love yourself, like you think you do, why do you allow certain things like this to happen? Or why do you do certain things like this? Why do you not do certain things? So for instance, it's not always in a situation where allowing things that people happen to you, but for instance, my discipline and consistency with the gym. I was like, do you if you really loved yourself enough, this would not be an issue. And honestly, it's been going great. I joined a new gym in in January and it's honestly been going great and I'm really ready for this year to be my year. But we're taking it in strides, you know what I mean? Because anything happened, and I have not acknowledged that. But I, my statement is, this will be my year with that. But that's that's one way that I saw. It. I was like, Christian, you you can't love yourself enough if you're not willing to commit to this thing for yourself. You know how much you want this for yourself, but yet you are not committing to it. You clearly can't love yourself that much out because you don't you don't want this as much as you say you do. Clearly. And everybody doesn't have to be that rough on themselves. Like, I told everybody the other day, I realized I'm very harsh on myself. Um, but I speak to myself with a lot of love. I really do. I really, really do. I don't, I do not speak to myself with any hate, but I do speak to myself with a lot of assertiveness and, like, get your shit together-ishness, honestly. Honestly, I really do because I know that I've been slacking. Everybody knows their own potential. I know my potential. I know my fucking potential. And it's frustrating me more than anybody when I don't do certain things. Because I know my fucking potential, though. So that's why sometimes I realize I just get real activated and 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 defensive when certain people, like, tell me certain things. Because I know, dog, you don't have to tell me that. I know. But I've become a lot more graceful in accepting that. Right? Um... So yeah, how the book The Mountain Is You ties into this, I want to do as a separate episode. So that's actually how I will start episode 35 because I have a final point here, but I feel like that goes in more to me talking about The Book The Mountain Is You. But if you're interested in it, you could read up like a summary of it and what's not. But I promise that the next episode, I will expand on it more. I will probably have done re- read it by that time because technically also this episode is substituting for February. So I have to do, and I will do two episodes for March. Um, because technically March still deserves an episode. We did say we we're going to do one episode a month. And it's actually not that hard. It's very doable. The month does fly by. And again, I like that it keeps me here and it keeps me present with this. So this technically is for February and I will do another episode at the end of March. But yeah, I I would go into that more because I really want to focus tonight on just reinforcing how important it is to mind those small things though. Sorry, I know some people may not like being called out, but it's... And again, it's just because I'm not realizing it for myself, so, you know, or more reinforcing it for myself. And you don't have to make, like, drastic, drastic changes. Because I was a very drastic person. I'm really trying to work on that. And I have been. I really have been seeing the um, fruits of my labor, and I feel really, really good about it. Honestly, I do. 
I really have been seeing like the the changes and a lot of things that I wanted to say that I were to work on, and it really feels great. So yeah, but yeah, I would do that for the the second episode because it's really important to mind those trips, man, in the smallest ways. So you don't become overwhelmed too, right? And and have to deal with a much larger situation than necessary. Bring the courage to deal with it from where it is. Because they tell you if you got to deal with it when it's bigger, you may not want to. You, you may not have to. Is there all that energy, right? And unnecessary resources, whether it be physically or not, metaphorically, you know what I mean? But yeah, man. Tonight was really a topic on my name, and a, a reminder to myself as well. And I feel like it's something that people needed to hear. Because I hear my... My mother called. My mother called and talking about um she gonna listen to the episode to hear what we talk about. But the other day she talking about something and I can hear she talking about yeah boy it's gonna make me drip. I said you a fucker y'all <laughs> in my head obviously in my head. Mommy no disrespect. Mommy no disrespect. Obviously in my head right. My parents and my dogs though for your real thing like man be cool everybody cool everybody cool like I smoke my room and saying I try to have a little respect for my team so. Like, I can start trying to put a toe on that thing. Oh, like, my brother worse than me, though. No, no. That's what's not. That's how equally has respect. This little other generation, because no, Alex, Alex, my other brother, Alex, smokes. And, yeah, so all three of spies. And my brother, Denzel, told me that um, a time he see Alex, like, the way Alex was living here still. Oh, right, because Alex moved out as well. That's how he was able to, um, there was space as well to move back home. So, well, extra space. Um, so, when Alex moved out, um, there's also me. There was a time where, like, my mother was going brown. Alex was still got a spliff and he moved down. My mother was going in his brown. Alex still got a spliff there and he moved like he's El fucking Chapo. You can't. <laughs> like, hey, me and my brother, me and Dazzle from a different generation, you know? So, yeah, dance. Tonight might actually be an episode I don't run to a whole hour. And that's okay. Just money drip, money drip, money drip, man. Don't let it turn into a flood. Do not let it turn into a flood. We can't afford, literally can't afford floods, brother. Ain't nobody over here got time to be spending money on floods. Ooh, I started a new face routine. My face is really nice. But ain't nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody. I do not wish that for you. I do not wish that for you. So just take it in stride. And remember, like I said, it's not something that you have to approach like with a a a. Well, I don't. I want to say abrasion, but like with like you know, it don't have to always be a harsh front. It could be a simple investigation to see if it needs further effort, because it may not. It might take a quick fix. It might be something you have to permanently address before it becomes a further issue, or it might be something that is not even an issue. You just clarify, and it's like, oh, okay, it's not even an issue. It's not even an issue. But chat. Chat. Yeah? Chat. Please. Chat. It might save your life. Chat. Okay. So, I'm going to start to wrap this up. We are going into 40 minutes. Yeah. Today, honestly... It's been, it's really been normal. Um, I don't want to get to bed too. I want to sleep. I feel like I've been going a lot. But I'm okay. So I do wish you guys well. Until next time. Like I said, you will hear me at the end of March. 
Doing a real life is gonna leave me. Salem has been doing great. He um climatized, I would say that, yeah, to the to the move really well. He's more curious than anything else. So the fear left his body very quickly. But it's been it's honestly been good. Everything is honestly been pretty okay so far. I don't really have any complaints. Just I just really try and take each day at the time, you know. I really try and take each day at the time. I really, 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 really glad I did the episode tonight. Um I kind of got lost in it too. I kind of got lost in it talking. Like, I just really bare my soul on this fucking episode, on these episodes, you know. Like, I felt it. Um, I don't know if you, if any of you have ever watched the movie Soul, uh, the cartoon. I think the animation, I don't, I don't want to call it a cartoon, but it was, even if you're an adult, I, per, I particularly like animations, but even if you are an adult, I really do think you should watch that movie because there was just something that I took away from it that I really liked was just the, context of them putting like when people when humans are doing something that they really 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 enjoy that they go to this place of euphoria in their mind and they had them in like these little bubbles and some people were in the bubble when they were singing some people were in the bubble when they were painting some people were in the bubble when they were listening to music and i the reason why i think i i resonate with it so much is because i always felt that but i never was able to put words to it like just a moment of euphoria that you kind of lose yourself in something that you you love doing and it's it's just so weird i can't explain it more honestly but you just kind of lose yourself like um you feel especially like maybe in dancing and singing a lot you feel it but i i feel it a lot with my podcast um because i feel like with music like i would just be listening to music or singing i would feel it but i felt it tonight in talking and that's how i know i said it before that i supposed to be doing this you know and I listened back a little bit to the previous episode before I came here and I had said that I this this year can make five years and while five year five years is a long time, five years is still baby years, right? And I'm excited to see if I continue to elevate and what we're gonna be at in ten years, right? And just just being here and doing this. Um I think as time progresses through one day I can probably just listen back to like some from twenty like eighteen because I did say that I started it from Oh, I was looking for Salem. I started it from when I was in school and just thinking about where I'm at now, just th- listening back to me, that mentality, like, it could be so interesting. Like, it just, it's literally documenting my growth. It had, this is literally a document of the last five years of my life. And that is absolutely crazy. And I like it. I love it. Y'all know that's something that I've always loved about this. And again, if you, you, you're listening for the first time, one of the main things I love about my podcast and doing it in real time and loving that I'm in the internet age and the fact that because it's on the internet, it may be here forever or hoping that is, is, I should probably find a way to save it too and stuff to make sure that I have it for my children. Um, but just the fact that I, at some point, um, my children, whether it be daughter or son, or both, or whatever, be able to, not or whatever in the sense of, because we have funny times, we are in funny times. When I say or whatever, I just meant in the sense of uh, if I have multiple children, and not necessarily whatever with regard to the description of my children in terms of pronouns and or gender. Right. So, um, it would be great for them to be able to listen back to this. And we are in such funny times. I just got laugh. <laughs> I just got laugh. But to hear it in real time, and I would probably leave it in my will that it that did if it does the case that they probably don't listen to it till like twenty though. You know what I mean? Like 
I wouldn't want her to be listening to this shit at nine. <laughs> honestly, honest to God. So I think that that's very important. But um, yeah, I, I really just been here. I, I truly love doing this. I lose myself in it and I will never stop. Unless I feel like it's like put a danger. Because though, if there's one thing I keep fucking saying about this podcast, another reason why I get, you know what I mean? It's like, I would love for my podcast to be known and not famous if that's possible. You know what I mean? Because it's like, when you become famous, it's just open up a can of worms of craziness. And I am so fucking comfortable living the life that I live. I just stop all the time. I like leaving my Russell house. I just going on about my fucking business, dog, with nobody fucking minding me, dog. You, I don't, like, I tell people I have never, ever, 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 never, most definitely ever in my life aspired to be famous, dog. From the time I was a child, being famous looked so fucking uncomfortable to me, dog. Especially if listening to men. It's probably because I've been listening to men like Eminem, dog. <laughs> From the time I was young. Because, like, I have, I acknowledge, dog, that fame is nothing that I would want, dog. How the fuck you mean? I can't just go about my business. I can't even just go in the fucking supermarket. I can't take a shit. That's literally Eminem specifically there, that context. But I literally cannot do nothing, dog, without people in my Russell Fiesta. I cannot deal with that, fam. I will lose my mind, dog. How the fuck do you mean? I will absolutely lose my shit stock. I love freedom so much. And this as a girl that's like, do random shit. I like to be on my own beat. You know what I mean? Like, I can't imagine just... And honestly, the reason I, this filters into, and I acknowledge this, you may let I still managed to talk up the fucking thing. But I tell, I realized this about work. At first, when I got to work, I was really excited about getting my um, logo put on my shirt. And if you know where I work, you know. But, um, and I'm talking about my week job, not my weekend job. When I first got there, I was very interested in getting the logo put on the shirt. But then I realized, oh, I am never doing that, Chief. I am never, ever, ever, most definitely ever not doing that in my life, though. Because I would be able... That means, like, if I had to late, for instance, I'm just going to start from work and I stop in the supermarket or something. I mean, people ask me Russell questions, though. What the fuck? You can imagine you're trying to pick up Russell chicken, dog. And, and there's a girl that's moved my head once in all kind of kind. So, like, you're trying to pick a Russell chicken and people can't ask me a bunch of plant dog. It's 7 o'clock in night, though, chief. What the fuck? You understand? <laughs> so, that's that. And um, as it relates to my safety, dog. As my brothers have known, and if you really know me, you know that I've always wanted a gun license. And you know that I am going to go to the shooting range, dog. Because niggas just be fucking around, dog. Niggas just be fucking around. And this is another reason why I'm in the gym. I know it's stuff, but I ain't in the gym yesterday again and stuff. But another reason why in the gym is to be strong, though, because if if it comes down to me going fist to raw, sore cuffs for my life, dog, I need to stand a fucking chance, dog, against some of you niggas. Because I will kill one of you niggas, dog. I swear to God, if you niggas fuck around me, dog. Like, nah, I can't. Mm-mm, so, as it relates to, like, because I didn't know people were like, oh, I should fish you hard, I rapper, but, dog, you ain't even got, like, you know what I mean? Like, they got creeps out there in the world, dog. Like, they got creeps out in the world. Well, either um, men or women, dog. They just got people. They just got weird people in the world, dog. There are weird people in the world. I don't just... I do not want to be in a certain a certain spotlight. That's all. That's why I don't mind being known. But I don't want fame. I do not care for fame, dog. I do not care for fame. Okay. Wrapping it up. Bringing it home. Bringing it home. <laughs> Bringing it home. Sorry about we bring it home. <laughs> I didn't even know how we get here. But yeah, I gone for true though. I really gone. 
I know I had a good episode when I met Dre. And I went to roll another split to do the episode, which I do. Because I never start the episode with a split that I smoke. I always start the episode with a new split. But I ain't even done the fucking split. That wasn't even a full split before the episode. <laughs> So I'm going for the cut. Enjoy yourselves, whether it's day and night, morning time, afternoon, whatever you're doing. Be safe in everything that you do. I always love being here. I am definitely going to be back much sooner than last time. Definitely going to be here at the end of March. And know that I appreciate you. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this down to the 48th second and 20th minute. I appreciate you. 48th minute and 20th second. I smoke too much weed. I'm going from here. Bye.